to the fireside. I am Lady Porter, your hostess with the mostest stories to tell. Today, we will be focusing on the story of the evil Macbeth. Before that, I want you to get next to a fireplace, turn down the lights, and get cozy because I'm about to tell you a story that will send shivers down your spine. in the very castle we are sitting next to, there lived an honorable man by the name of Macbeth. He was a loyal kinsman and a brave soldier. He was a cousin of the king and a close friend of Banquo, a man of kindred spirit and generosity. King Duncan was very beloved of Macbeth and kept him very near to his heart. But when Macbeth encountered three weird sisters, his conscience twisted. They gave him three prophecies that he would become Thane of Glamis, Thane of Cawdor, and finally that he would become King of Scotland. However, Banquo's prophecy was that his children would also become kings. With Lady Macbeth's consultation, he plotted and executed the murder of the king. This gave him the throne, and shortly after, he also murdered his best friend, with the intention of killing his son to eliminate the king. However, by now the sons of the king began to have suspicion in Macbeth, as well as close friend of the king, Macduff. This is where my story begins. To confirm whether or not Banquo's prediction still stands, Macbeth crept up to the witch's lair. Fully trusting in the witches, he felt as though he had nothing to worry about, but little did he know they had been waiting for him all along. In their bottomless black cauldrons, they brewed a bubbling mixture. The popping and crackling sounded like the breaking of bones, while the witches themselves, looking like creatures of the swamp, chanted spells and curses. The cruel villainesses put inside of their brew things such as slimy toes of frogs, strangled babies' tiny fingers, and the veiny wings of bats. Each time the witches dropped something new in their pots, a pop or a swish was heard as they melted into the nasty brown potion. The howling of the night assured that something bad was bound to happen. As he walked up to the sisters, he wished upon more prophecies to which they happily obliged. First came a talking armored head. As he spoke, metal clanged. Beware of Macduff. To this, Macbeth only nodded with acknowledgement, as he already knew of the danger of his old friend. Then came a newborn covered in shimmering red blood. You need not worry about anyone of woman born. To this, Macbeth was relieved yet confused. Everyone is born of a woman, so he doesn't have to worry about anyone? But then why does he have to beware of that Macduff? His last prophecy came from a small child with a tree in his hand and a golden crown mounted atop his head. You are secure in your position until the forest moves. Well, now Macbeth was just fully confident in himself. How can the forest move? He said. But this was not enough for him, as this is not what he came to the witches for. Ugly hags, he exclaimed. What of Banquo's children? Before his eyes appeared Banquo's grown child as king. Then, his son followed close behind him. 
Before he knew it, there was a train of Banquo's family line as royalty, with the final king holding a mirror which only showed the line to go on forever. Macbeth went ballistic when he saw this. After all of this hard work, it would all just be ruined like this? No, he thought. I will no longer hesitate upon my thoughts. I shall not let this happen. I know where my enemy's castle and family resides. A few hours later, news of the Macduff family slaughter had spread throughout the land. Speak the devil! Look who has come to join us! Mr. Macduff, how are you, good sir? I am doing well on this fine day, my lady. What are you doing? Well, I am just telling the story of the man who must not be named. I understand that you were the man who took him down. Actually, while you're here, may I ask you a few questions? Of course, madam. What would you like to know? Well, first of all, my husband, a previous employee of Macbeth, has made him out to be insane and deranged. Do you believe that he went crazy, or are you a believer that he was truly a man with evil intentions? Honestly, that is a question I ask myself this very day. I have no idea whether the cruel deeds he had committed were due to the twisting of his own mind by the witches, or whether they were committed straight from his own selfish ambition. Either way, I have no idea how someone could possibly bring themselves to kill an entire family, innocent women and children, with no motivation other than to strike fear into the heart of someone. I understand. It actually is a very hard question indeed. My second question is whether people believed you when you were trying to take down, since you were actually friends with him before. Actually, that is quite funny that you mention that. King Malcolm, our current king, actually devised a plan that has my faith. He fed me a trail of grand lies to see my reaction, such as that he was immensely greedy, lustful, and would be even more evil than Macbeth. Fortunately, I reacted correctly and gained his trust. Lastly, my good sir, can you tell my campers how the story ends? Well, I killed Macbeth, of course. Well, I, I mean in more detail. Oh, my apologies, my lady. Malcolm united an army and stormed towards this castle. Though he trapped himself in it, I managed to find my way through. It was a great battle, but I emerged victorious with Macbeth's armed, severed head and hand. Hmm, that sounds quite familiar, doesn't it, my campers? Um, pardon? Thank you so much, Macduff, for your wonderful contribution to my story. You may go now. Uh, oh. Okay. Well... There you have it, folks. Today's moral of the story, don't listen to witches. Macbeth, whether driven by insanity or evil, was a cruel, formidable character who brought darkness and death to all of Scotland. But just as fast as he soared to the top, he crumbled down, leaving just his head behind him. Tune in next Thursday where we talk about his partner, Lady Macbeth, the baby basher. I hope you all enjoyed today's episode, and don't forget to remember the porter.